welcome back to Sextras, where we talk about sex and all the extras. I'm Honey, and when I was younger, I really, really, really wanted to go to cooking school. I wanted to go to Le Cordon Bleu in Paris, <laughs> so I used to, like, sell all these cakes, like, bake all these desserts and stuff and sell them to people to save up money so that I could go there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember when we became uh, friends and like you told me that you wanted to be a chef or whatever and I just like we're like oh my god I knew mm-hmm. you wanted to be on MasterChef you'd be perfect for MasterChef and then I just like I don't know I like made this whole thing about MasterChef yeah you wouldn't stop going on about how I had to go on junior MasterChef and win <laughs> it was so annoying <laughs> but then I didn't I like changed my mind and I didn't want to go anymore and I don't I can't remember what I did with the money but obviously I spent (laughs) oh sad times you should have kept it for this dream I know (laughs) I'm so stupid okay well (laughs) hey guys I'm Maria and my fun fact is that I got my ears pierced when I was born oh my god I I actually knew that but (laughs) I don't really get, like, what if you grow up and then you're like, oh, I don't want my ears pierced. Yeah, I don't know. I literally didn't know that girls didn't get their ears pierced everywhere. I just, because I literally remember when I was little, when I saw babies, the way to know if they were a girl or a boy is if they had earrings. That is literally... It's really topical um, for the episode today, actually. That's what I was going to (laughs) say. That is literally the perfect segue (laughs) into (laughs) the topic of our episode, which is how the patriarchy impacts our lives. I've been wanting to do this episode since the very beginning of the podcast, but it is Women's Month this month, so we thought it would be very topical to discuss mainly how the patriarchy impacts women, although we do have a few honourable mentions for men as well, and we might do an episode at a later point focusing more Mm. on men, but obviously that's kind of antithetical to Women's Month, so... Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like we should start with a little disclaimer just kind of discussing the issue of the patriarchy obviously we have similar kind of experiences or stories well I feel like Maria's is pretty different to mine but we can obviously only really speak to like one kind of experience and we do want to focus more on like our own personal experiences and just briefly mention how it has a wider implication in society. We don't really intend to like speak for anyone. And so yeah, I just wanted to draw attention to that is that we can only really speak to our own experiences. Yeah, 100%. We completely understand. We're talking from a very like white privileged perspective. We're talking about Mm -hmm. feminism from that lens. And we're sorry if we say (laughs) anything that is completely dismissive of anyone else's experience as honey said it's literally just our experience and we are gonna have a episode later about like more intersectional feminism again obviously we can't speak for anyone but just we want to raise some awareness Mm. about the importance of intersectional feminism and everything to do with that so yeah that's just a little 
note before we mm-hmm. begin. Should we, should we start off with a little definition of the patriarchy in case there's people listening that are like, what the fuck are they talking about? Yeah. Maria, do you want to tell us the Oxford definition? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so... It is a system of society or government in which men hold the power and women are largely excluded from it. Mm, obviously, it's a de- dictionary definition, but the key point is power, like the structure of power in society and mm. men having monopoly over power, typically. And there's probably going to be people that listen to the episode and be like, well, what about this country where there's matriarchy and blah, 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 blah. We are obviously generalising, but you can't deny that men hold most of the power in society. It is just a fact. So (laughs) as we're going to discuss, it impacts everyone's lives daily. And it's not just like, oh, the patriarchy is there, so all men are shit and all men are responsible for fixing this. Like, no. It affects men and women equally. I mean, maybe not equally, that's a bit far, but (laughs) it affects everyone, like, negatively, and we can only really begin to recognise how we can all better those things if we recognise that it's, like, the systems behind everything and it's all these, like, inherent ways of thinking that we have, as with any system of oppression, things that we might not necessarily be completely aware of in our own thoughts and like biases against things so Mm. but should we get into the segment i'm excited for this segment (laughs) yeah let's do it okay so we asked people what are the ways you're fucked by the patriarchy on the daily first person said i smile less men think smile equals talk to me (laughs) that's so fair there's like all these tiktoks of like what's the phase you do when you are trying to like not get approached by men in public (laughs) like it's (laughs) it's a whole thing yeah and we all know it like all girls just know yeah (laughs) you know if i walk past people and i'm like ah just like look the most monotone and like (laughs) straight faced I can possibly look (laughs) and also I am like the kind of person that will just like smile at strangers so I really have to like actively try not to do that (laughs) but yeah it's so annoying and the whole thing of like oh you should smile more smile like walking past people on the street and they're telling you that or even people that you know like so many men do this and it's so irritating like why don't you smile it's so fucking patronizing yeah 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 Mm. oh my god my parents always are like give me a smile come on just give us a smile shut up oh my god there's nothing (laughs) that makes me want to like spit in someone's face more (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. <laughs> but, yeah, anyway, next one. <laughs> this one, um, this is just proving that the patriarchy exists. <laughs> I'm going to be a billionaire because of it, up the patriarchy. <laughs> okay, love that. I mean, we don't love that, but... Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm glad you're looking at the bright side of things, you know. <laughs> I'm glad that you can um, benefit from our suffering. Yeah, I'm so really glad. happy for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Okay, well, let's move on from that. Someone said, I can't wear certain clothes that make me feel confident without getting catcalled. Yes. Yes. Oh my God. Literally, especially in other countries, like, because I feel like London, you get so, like, I don't know, blind to it because it's just so much more calm than in other places. Mm-hmm. Like when me and my sister travel places and we'll just wear the exact same clothes that we would wear in London. And it's by that, I mean, like, I don't know, let's say shorts or like a skirt or whatever. It's like the summer and like a crop top and like the amount of fucking looks and and calls we'll get. Like, it's just crazy. Yeah. And it's not even, this is the thing is like, I do feel this to a certain extent. Like if I'm getting dressed and I know I'm wearing a short skirt, like in the back of my mind, there is that voice being like, don't wear that, don't wear that. Mm. But. it's not even about the clothes that you wear that's the thing is I can literally be wearing my whole body will be covered and I'll still get beeped at like the minute I leave the house or I'll still get a cat called yeah and I can even look Mm. like shit when I leave the house and still get a cat called and I'm like it's that's just proof (laughs) that it's not about the clothes you wear so I feel like I've tried to kind of move past that I mean, not ignoring that that's, like, a very real Mm. issue, but still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I so get what you mean. But I do think it's so much about safety as well, like, for me. Mm. I don't know, sometimes with certain clothes, I'll just be like, oh, I know I'll feel... Like, I'll just feel less safe if I'm wearing a skirt versus Mm -hmm. trackies and a hoodie, you know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Which is, like, so fucked. Yeah, Mm. like, I wish I could leave the house with, like, my nipple showing you know like through a top or something because I would be so fine with that if it wasn't for like Mm. the fact that I'm probably gonna get stared at all day by like a million different people men and women yeah that it's just like oh there's no point like it's just not (laughs) worth my time (laughs) but yeah I completely understand that the next one, every time I look in the mirror, I get upset because my boobs aren't gravity defying. Yeah, I feel you. This is sad. <laughs> <laughs> my boobs are quite perky, I feel, but I don't know. Yeah, I can't relate. <laughs> I've never, like, worn a bra, so maybe that's why. <laughs> They've just, like, gotten used to defying gravity. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. No, but I definitely feel that. The amount of things that I'm just kind of like, oh, I know that this is just not the like the way it's kind of meant to look. Blah, blah, blah. I wish it could look like this. Mm. Ha, 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 ha. I hate my life. So, yeah. <laughs> but this is what I don't get is like, why is that even a thing? Why is having like perky boobs something that's really attractive? They're just boobs anyway. Oh my God, literally. I was getting into this whole like weird thing of i don't even get how boobs became a sexual thing because it's just not sexual so i just do not get how it jumped from the vessel with which you feed your baby (laughs) to like something so hypersexualized things that people are paying twenty thousand grand to like grow and perk Mm. up like it's just what what has happened yeah i wonder if when that started i guess because, like, if you look at old, like, marble, like, statues, I'm not getting specific in terms of period because <laughs> I'm not a art historian. Oh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> but <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, they have, like, a very 
obvious body ideal Mm. and I guess boobs are a part of that but they're not necessarily even sexualized like they're just naked so I don't get where like I really want to know the switch if there's any art historians that like know about this or any other historians that want to tell us about this I would love to know because it's sort of it's just so weird as you said yeah and wait just another thought I guess they could be sexualized because they can be sexual. Like, you know, how a lot of girls have very sensitive nipples, blah, 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 blah. So it can be sensual. Mm. It's less common, but guys also have sensitive nipples. So why haven't we sexualized guys' nipples ever? Yeah. They don't even feed babies. They don't even do anything. Like, ours actually have a pure purpose. How did we make it unpure? Yeah. (laughs) I don't even know. I don't know. Let's just all embrace our boobs. Let them sag. (laughs) Let them... Let's desexualize boobs 2021. (laughs) They're just like nice little like stress balls (laughs) that are attached to your body. That's like all they're there for. Yeah. Oh my God. It's kind of like such a struggle being bi sometimes because it's like I'll say this stuff about like boobs not being sexual but I am attracted to boobs. Yeah. But there's a difference to being attracted to it and like imposing sexuality on it just because they're there it doesn't mean they're there to be sexual yeah but oh my god that's what's so fucked because like i was thinking okay yeah but let's say i'm in like in a beach whatever nude beach full of boobs like i can't say i'm not gonna be like oh wow look at those boobs you know but then Mm. i don't do that and i see shirtless guys all the time and like it's just all so ingrained you know yeah but (laughs) I don't know. I feel like maybe if you if we all went to more nude beach beaches, <laughs> then like we would be desensitized to yeah. it. You know? <laughs> oh god. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Let's move on. Someone else said, "Boys not wanting to watch girly movies." Okay. I feel like this does seem like quite a trivial matter. Like, when I first read this, I was like, oh, that's... And maybe we won't include that. But then I was like... I mean, it is such a problem, even in my family. Also, I do just want to quickly note that I feel like I am going to mention things in my family quite a lot. And, like, no offence to any of them who are listening. This is just, like, obviously, we're talking about our own experiences. So (laughs) this is all I can really say. But, like, even just, like, with my mum and her husband when we're deciding stuff to watch if it's like girly he'll be like oh I think I'm gonna sit this one out without even giving it a go and it's like if we do end up watching one of those things and he'll watch with us he always enjoys it like so much it's just like there's this whole taboo we're connected to like girly Mm. movies whatever that means or even just something that like tells the female experience where it's like oh I can't go anywhere near that but it's like what yeah, 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 no, 100%. So stupid. <laughs> and the, the the annoying thing about this is that, like, if you told a guy that if you were like, if he was like, oh, I don't want to watch that girly movie, it's, it's like, so girly, blah, 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 blah. And you were like, yeah. okay, well, that's kind of sexist. They'd be like, oh, that's so, like, ridiculous. And whatever, like, it's not a big deal. In the grand scheme of things, I agree with you, not a huge deal. But at the same time, it's like, 
why the fuck have we just made all of these things into like girly tropes and then therefore they're like Mm -hmm. belittled and it's seen as like a lesser than and it's like a lesser than genre and like you know what i mean it's like what that doesn't even make sense like why yeah it's so ridiculous It's like, oh, you have to, like, watch other people's experiences for two hours of your life. Well, guess what? That is literally what women have to do all day, every fucking day. So, like, like everything is made for men. So, welcome to our lives. And maybe if you watched a girly movie, you would find Mm. that out. Anyway, (laughs) moving on. The next one is when you're in a group of men and they don't listen to you yes oh my god this is the most infuriating Mm. thing in the world they don't even notice it it's actually insanity like oh my days i lived with all boys last year and just also in general like when you can notice that anytime you're in a room with just boys it will just be harder to like be able to get a word out and like I'm quite a loud person, like, I can be quite a loud person, and it's still just not, oh my god, it's so not funny. It's actually It is infuriating. It makes me so mad. In my Mm. A-level politics class, I was the only girl, and literally trying to say something in that class was impossible, and then guess who fucking got the highest grade in the class? Me. you dicks but whenever i tried to say something like the teacher would just be watching me like it's okay and i'd be like okay guys please be quiet so honey can say something (laughs) and then by the time you can actually say something you've like forgotten what you were gonna say or like you're so angry about what you were gonna say and like not being able to say Mm. it that it just comes out wrong and then it makes you you, like get in your head about how it like makes you look even more stupid and then it's just this whole yes And they, like, they literally just deny it if you say it. Like, I've brought it up and, and they'll just be like, oh, no, you just, like, you you did, just didn't say anything. Just get involved if you want to. It's like, I, what do you mean get involved if I want to? Like, are you fucking serious? I was trying to get your attention for so long. You were just ignoring me. Yeah. Oh, it's so irritating. Honestly. Ugh. And then even, like, with your family and stuff and they're just, like, they'll just talk over you. Like, can you not hear me trying to say something? Mm. Yeah. Like, I was just about to say exactly what you were going to say. <laughs> but of course you had to say it first. <laughs> oh, Ugh. God. Anyway. Next, next one. one. I filter myself constantly to be more palatable to straight men. Mm-hmm. Mm. The constant, yeah. the constant struggle. As we were saying about the whole, like, being in a room with other with like all men it's just like why can't we just have a universal acceptance of like everyone can just say what they want and it doesn't have to like live up to this expectation or like we don't have to constantly be proving ourselves you get what i mean mm. yeah i like i don't i, I really don't want to say it and like yeah i'm just not like other girls <laughs> kind of way you know but i just mean like most of the people i see are guys mm-hmm. because my only friends like here are guys so I just kind of have gotten like used to being around them and in and just like I try to not have a filter in the same way that I would with like friends that are girls like in terms yeah. of mentioning like shit to do with periods and stuff and even though like my literally the guy friend that I have in my head is just 
like so grossed out by all of that and he's always like oh just less of it like don't mention it like and he's so like so un- so conventional in that way or whatever and I just try to do it anyway because it's like yeah, there's no reason I should sure. feel like weird about this it's not weird he's the uh, one that's being yeah. weird so yeah it's so weird like in the all the games kind of that you have to play almost mm-hmm. like I don't know you have to be really like, careful about what you say and the way you like dress and the way you act and the way you like sit and it's just like it sounds so ridiculous but and it sounds like he could it's just like exaggerating but genuinely like sometimes it's so in your head that you're not even realizing how like conscious you are of the way you're sitting because you don't want to like be sitting in in like an ungirly way or whatever you know what I mean like it's so weird it's so exhausting as well to have to constantly like second guess it and obviously I mean it we don't want to make it sound like oh we're such victims like (laughs) we have to do all these things and like it's so much effort but it is just like those small day-to-day things that genuinely do make such a big Mm. difference to your life even if they are small and like part of why I kind of want to talk about these things is also like a lot of this shit, guys just don't even realize it at all. Cross that like line. when you um literally in the in the segment in the submissions, uh, honey put an example of when like just feeling like you have to say yes to sex even when you don't want to because you don't want to make them feel bad. And someone literally like replied to that. I don't get how that's an example. And it was a guy that replied that. And it it, <laughs> it was literally just like wow. This is really driving the point home, isn't it's it? Just... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's so ridiculous. We we will get like more into consent and sex, yeah. like sexual stuff later because we, we have a lot to say about that. <laughs> yeah, no, I just wanted to mention it that it's like a lot of the stuff is just gu- things that guys need to hear, like that they don't mm-hmm. actually get that girls minds are like thinking through all these things because they don't do it at all and then like our minds Mm -hmm. don't think through but we'll get into it yeah the next one i can't display physical affection to my mates i'm assuming a guy wrote this and they're saying they can't show physical affection to their friends Mm. but i guess it could also be a girl in case it's like perceived as sexual yeah true i mean i just don't get why this is a thing like what because you touch someone that means you're gay what sense does that make (laughs) yeah no i agree it's so weird it's just like imposing sexuality on things that aren't sexual again just this common recurring theme of making things sexual that don't have to be sexual but isn't it also about like they just feel like they can't be affectionate as in they just feel like they can't show their love and emotion or whatever yeah because you it's like not manly or whatever Mm. i guess which again is just like just just put love into the world like it's really (laughs) not a big deal you know yeah but it's so fucked because like so many girls are also like so put off by guys being emotional so it's like this is what i mean like it's both sides fucking over the other constantly Mm. and then fucking over themselves as well yeah like we all have to be more aware of the things that we expect of people because i recognize things all the time that i'm like ew why is that guy doing that and then i'm like actually that's really fucked up that i think that like you have to check yourself yeah like the amount of sexist shit i think and say on the daily that i'm like come on maria you're better than this Mm -hmm. (laughs) and this is this is something that i actually think sorry just a quick note that like 
feminism nowadays has really gotten wrong is like when there was like second wave feminism in like the 60s and 70s there would be all these like consciousness raising groups that women would go to to kind of evaluate like the internalized misogyny misogyny in their own lives Mm. and to just discuss how the patriarchy and shit influences their day-to-day lives and I'm so for like I'm so happy that feminism has gone to the place that it is but I really think if we could kind of include some of that back in so we can also recognize the ways that we also Mm. perpetuate it that would be great yeah just a little note (laughs) (laughs) yeah thank you for that little uh, history yeah you're very welcome (laughs) 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 moving on someone said in every possible way (laughs) sounds like a fed up lady yeah (laughs) (laughs) Um, i mean yeah i don't have much to say about that just yeah we'll get into those specific ways (laughs) later (laughs) next one being nervous and self-conscious about walking around by myself a hundred (sighs) percent yeah i hate i hate walking alone oh my god the thing is i love it but also like uh, i i told you guys about it earlier in the year i'm pretty sure how i like went through this spurt of just being super scared of walking by myself but i think i'm over it now i'm getting better (laughs) Uh, it's so annoying because it's like i don't want to make myself scared and like freak myself out because then i feel like i look more vulnerable oh my god yes who might attack me (sighs) So then I'm like, okay, just like, just stay calm, just stay calm, everything's fine. Then there's like this battle in my mind of like, should I be scared? Or should I not be scared? I always like grab my keys when like I see people approaching me, you know how they say, but I'm like, what the fuck am I going to do with my keys when they approach me? Like, am I just going to pull Poke them out and stab them? Like, out. I'm not going to know what to do. I'm just going to freak out anyway. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's so fair. I'm always like, what would this actually do? Like, it's not sharp or anything. <laughs> Yeah. I feel you. <laughs> <laughs> like, how fucked up is it that I've I've t- thought about, like, a getaway and attack strategy for the time when I get attacked? Because I know it's going to happen. Also, you know, like, the possibility of me getting, like, raped or sexually assaulted are so high that I literally constantly think of, like, how I would, like get myself out of it and like I constantly mm. worry how I wouldn't be able to because I'm so stupidly weak that I'm like okay I need to get myself on self-defense courses or something like that once I was like sitting on the bus on my way home and there was this guy just like staring at me the whole way I was I was probably like 16 or 17 and then I got off the bus and I was like I know he's gonna get off the bus at the same stop as oh me. my god it's and then he did and then he was like walking next to me and he was like, hey, like, what are you doing? Like, you were really quiet on the bus. I'm like, what the fuck does that even mean? Like, what, you want me to be like chatting to myself on the bus? And then he was like, yeah, what are you doing here? Like, where are you going? I was like, uh, I'm staying at my aunt's house, but my aunt's coming to pick me up. And then I literally just legged it. Yeah. <laughs> like, I oh just my God. ran away. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> and he, I don't think he knew what to do. <laughs> so, that was quite an effective strategy. But I'm always like, what would I do if that happens again? <laughs> like kick, like I always imagine myself like kicking them and then like knocking them out. Yeah, <laughs> but obviously that wouldn't happen. Yeah, that's the thing. I know I'd have to rely on the help of others because 
I can't even run fast. That's like, I'm the slowest person. I literally have no way of getting away. I'm doomed. Yeah, but I feel like your, your, what's it called? Like your stress hormones would kick in. Yeah, that's what I would hope. "Mm, I think that would happen. (laughs) I think that's, yeah. (laughs) Or you just freeze because there's like one or the other, you know? Yeah. Well, cute little things that women worry about on the daily. Yeah, that cute little submission. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, moving on from that. Someone said, I work in a kitchen as an only girl, always asked if I need help carrying stuff or doing anything. So wow. relatable, literally. <laughs> like for the last two or three weeks, every time we've had a delivery, whenever I open the door and, like, the delivery man sees that it's me, they'll be like, it's really heavy, be careful. Be oh really God. careful. And then I pick it up and it's not even heavy. I'm like, how weak do you think I am? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> so annoying. And also, I've worked in a uh, restaurant as well, and they didn't, like, ask me if I needed help carrying stuff. They would always just make me carry so much heavy shit. But they would always make me do the hoovering and stuff because I was the only girl. So they would just be like standing around, but they'd be like, honey, can you just like go hoover stuff up? Can you do the sweeping and stuff? And I'm like, are you being Mm. serious right now? Why doesn't someone else do it? The thing that fucks me off about this the most is like, you're all you all work in the same place like you got the same job like do you think i would have yeah. gone in the job if i couldn't do the same stuff dude like what the fuck like even regardless yeah. of whether it's in the kitchen or wherever the fuck it is like it can be anything but this happens literally everywhere like not even with carrying stuff or like doing like hoovering not even like mm-hmm. the stereotypical female things also another quick note something that i've never gotten <laughs> you know the whole like women belong in the kitchen thing then how come the chef world is dominated by men hmm? riddle me that so true <laughs> so true you make up a whole <laughs> system to oppress women and then you you're not even consistent with it realistically like you're not you're going back on your it's own so rules. inconsistent at least <laughs> try a bit harder i mean that wasn't a challenge please don't take me up on that but you know what i mean <laughs> but yeah it's so frustrating so fucking frustrating okay next one I'm too scared to travel or live in another country alone because of men who harass me. Yeah. As I was saying, yeah. like, traveling, that's when it hits even harder for some reason. Mm-hmm. And it's like, whenever I think about... Because I really want to go on holiday by myself because I'm taking a year out. Like, I really want to do that. But then mm. I'm like, okay, well, like, what if I get attacked and killed and stuff? And I'm like, honey, that's so <laughs> unlikely to happen. Like, that that never happens. But then guess what? Every time I open the fucking news, like, once a week, some young woman who's traveling by herself is has been killed so it is not unlikely it's literally so likely yeah it's like why can't we just live our lives just let us please (laughs) (laughs) travel by myself once is that too much to ask (laughs) yeah well those are the ways that the patriarchy fucks you guys so thank you so much for your submissions yes thank you we thoroughly enjoyed <laughs> reading them although not experiencing them but just like discussing <laughs> <Yeah. them. laughs> and if you're a guy who's listening to this we hope 
that you reconsider some of the ways that your actions might have an impact on women and also if you're a woman might consider how your expectations of men impact them as well. what would you say are the main ways the patriarchy impacts your day-to-day life? I think the the main thing probably that like hits my head that was a really weird way of saying that (laughs) the first thing that goes through my head is probably like to do with insecurity and sort of like my um myself perception or like maybe not self-perception but like the way that other people perceive Mm. me that it's like like little things that are just like really ingrained in my head that have like fucked me I don't know literally the way that women are pressured about Mm -hmm. their weight and their body especially stands out like I literally had a full-on eating disorder because I hated the way my body looked so Mm. and I think that pressure comes a lot from the patriarchy and like the submission of women and just women being sexualized and objectified and their body is seen sort of like as this vessel for whatever men want it to be you know (laughs) and like all of that shit so and obviously that's very before my time you know this is a very systematic patriarchal trope thing that fucks me every day but yeah, I think it's like really impacted the way that I look at yeah. myself and my body. And I have to go against it every day. And I'm learning to. So yeah, I'd say that's my one. What about you? Yeah, I definitely agree with like my self-perception and mm. also how I perceive other people. Like just trying to undo these judgments that I have of people's appearance based on like a the typical Mm. standard of beauty and trying to unlearn that and how else I guess in terms of the expectations of how women should act and the things that they should do just in their like yeah home sphere in terms of what things they can say and like how they can behave Mm. and how you have to be polite I really have to actively unlearn, like, trying to be (laughs) polite all the time or, like, trying to put on a face of, like, being okay. And, like, I'm not even a mother or, like, (laughs) (laughs) anything like that. So that is just, uh, like, that kind of just highlights the extent Mm. to which, like, it's so ingrained in us growing up, the ways that we should act. Yeah, actually, another huge thing that I just sort of, to get maybe more into family life and that kind of shit and like those things that are put in that are taught to us or whatever this whole like aspirations towards the career thing it has never been so central in my mind in the way that I assume just like your average person is like everyone kind of knows that you have to grow up and get a job and make money and blah 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 Mm -hmm. but I I don't know in my mind like I just never really thought I was gonna have to get a job up until like I was kind of old I just kind of thought I would like 
go to school, graduate, get married and have babies. And like my husband would just support me for the rest of my life. And that was kind of like my vision of life and what like I thought every girl was going to do. I just thought that that's what women did. They just like got married and became mums. And it wasn't really until I was like pretty old, realistically, that I kind of was like Mm. actually realistically looking at what I would want to do with my life and being like, oh, shit, I'm an actual person that like can have their own dreams beyond having a family. And like it genuinely was a moment of like, oh, wow, I can (laughs) want that, too. I don't have to just be a mom. And then I became this, like, it turned into this whole, like, okay, well, Lord, I don't want to get married and I don't want to have children and I'm super gay and, like, I'm going against everything because it was, like, I need to rebel against this and all of these things that I've been told that I have to do when realistically, like, I do want to be a mom. I do want to get married. Like, I do want those things. And now I see that. But I think, like, in the moment that it sort of clicked, that I sort of realised this whole, oh, shit, women aren't just mothers and wives and they can make money and should make their own money blah 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 blah. I think I just yeah went the opposite and like went against it and went against what I wanted for like the sake of feminism or for the sake of what a woman should actually want when she is actually in the right mind blah 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 blah. and I think my main thing that I kind of want to get across is like it's not about like what is the right like the perfect woman in men's eyes or in women's eyes or in a feminist eyes or in whoever the fuck Mm -hmm. it's like what to me what it means to be a woman is just what do you want to do what's gonna make you happy is shaving your vagina gonna make you happy is shaving your armpits gonna make you happy go for it is not shaving them gonna make you happy Go for it. Like, the, I think the whole point is, like, trying to undo these things of what people should and shouldn't be doing and just let people mm-hmm. do whatever the fuck they want. And I think that, like, the patriarchy completely restricts everyone from doing that without even fucking yeah. realising. It's crazy. Yeah, for sure. Like, when you started saying the stuff about dreaming to, like, your aspirations and that kind of thing... I was thinking exactly what you just said is like how you have to constantly be thinking in your head like is this something I feel like I should be doing because either feminism tells me I should want this or the patriarchy tells me I should want this and then being like okay well what do I actually want like I I love being feminine like I'm a very very feminine person I love buying clothes like I love everything to do with it and Mm. I had to like really evaluate is that something that I actually really like and that is like true to myself or is that just something that I've grown up thinking this is Mm. like the right way to do things and then kind of adapting that more because like if I wore something a little bit more masculine in my mind I'm like oh I feel really weird in this and like I feel really uncomfortable and then trying to like ascertain some kind of middle ground as to like am I am I like just perpetuating the idea that women are like girly and love clothes or is that just like I'm just being true to myself you know yeah yeah yeah. I mean it's obviously on a much bigger scale than just clothes but that was just my own personal yeah just an example yeah (laughs) no I completely agree I guess the first step is like oh shit 
like okay just kind of noting what is this and what is that and like am I doing Mm. this for the right reasons or whatever and like that's hard and fucked because also through all these years it's kind of like hard to even know what you want and it's as much a problem for men as it is for women. Mm. I would argue maybe even more because there is this such an ideal of masculinity, which is a lot more difficult to live up to in a way than femininity is. And I think we have seen like how much people struggle with that a mm. lot more recently. And I'm glad that that's really being highlighted. But yeah, it's just so fucked. Any expectations? Uh. (laughs) yeah just kind of thinking about the whole growing up and like my parents seeing them and like my family is very much like my dad is provides and my mom like has always just been my mom you know Mm -hmm. she she, like she was always just my mom and I never saw her as like having like another profession or anything else you know what I mean Mm -hmm. and I think just in tying that to then like and and I, sorry I just want to use that as sort of like let's say that's like the patriarchal ideal mm-hmm. right and then you have like your little family and the mom stays home and the dad goes to work and just tying that into my dating and relationships and sex life and whatever and like the way that it's kind of gone on I've said before how with girls it will be a lot more like there will be sort of like an equal control and like I won't take that much of the role of the submissive but like with guys I do and like even when I was kind of starting to realize that I was bi I was kind of like in my future let's say I picture into the future and I see myself marrying a woman like I kind of in that I see us both working and then in the future with the guy I see him working and me staying home and like just I don't know it just sort of creates all these like micro dynamics within relationships as well Mm -hmm. like I can see it in the way that I interact with my boyfriend versus in the way that I interacted with my ex-girlfriend and even though obviously I'm very different people now like I've changed and whatever and I've grown but you can see it in an everyday sort of thing like there is this power imbalance that we just like sort of fall into in the presence of men that even when we are conscious of it because we can sit here at both of us and talk about it and be like aware how we behave differently with men and women and blah 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 and like yet you still do it and it's that it feels like yeah kind of wrong to go outside it in a way so like and even though I'd like to think everyone's become a bit more progressive so a a lot of these tropes are like not as highly screwed on or whatever yeah yeah no I get what you're saying I think we do just have these like ideas about what men and women should do and like I've like noticed it with my mum as well also sorry I know my mum's listening this is to not like (laughs) criticize you or call you out but just like she falls into these like ways of behaving with her husband and obviously everyone has different ways of acting with different people like she's obviously gonna act differently with her daughter than with her husband or like someone Mm. she's in a relationship with but it is weird having grown up with like a single mom and it just being women in the house and then suddenly there's a man in the house and then suddenly things are very very different and there's all these different dynamics and you kind of witness how we just have these 
things that we fall into like it's completely natural (laughs) that we might not even be aware of like we might be partly aware of it it's just so deeply ingrained in us and it has been so strange to witness that and also then me being in a relationship having witnessed that too and kind of trying to know if that's the dynamic that I had as well but yeah also like in terms of relationships I guess and just being a woman in the world (laughs) another thing we wanted to talk about is having to constantly look good and like yeah live up to this beauty standard and we touched on it briefly already but like I feel like there's a lot to unpack <laughs> in terms of how you have to look good yeah. like I was watching Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez's Vogue beauty secrets video <laughs> which <laughs> is kind of contradictory but she was talking about how there's this whole pink tax and it's not just about like the period product tax which the UK have removed which is honestly I never thought I'd love to see that but (laughs) it's also about how women earn less money than men but it has been shown that they earn more money if they go to work looking good and they wear makeup so they can look good and they dress a certain way but then to look that good, obviously you have to spend more money to look that good. And then overall you have spent more money and more time on looking good than just focusing on your job, which you're already not getting paid yeah. the same amount as your male counterparts for. And even just like dry cleaning a shirt, a woman's shirt is more expensive mm. than a man's shirt, which I had never really thought of. I mean, personally, I don't pay for dry cleaning because I have the time but if I had a very like professional job where I didn't have the time to wash my clothes then I would still have to pay money to like save myself the time you know yeah but like even literally the amount of shit that is so much more expensive for women than for men uh, I was uh, having this conversation with one of my male friends about how it's so funny how like sharing showers with guys and the whole how they have like the three-in-one shampoo whatever the fuck (laughs) and how i i was just like that's insane like i just would never do that that's crazy Mm -hmm. and he's like yeah but why like my hair's fine i've been using it and i'm completely fine am i not and i'm like yeah that's true and then i kind of started thinking i'm like why do i even fucking use all these crazy products like the amount of products that i use is actually insane he's like why like would you say that you have like better skin and hair than me realistically and I was like not really like not for the amount I'm paying for this (laughs) it's so weird because it's not like women need it more than men or women necessarily need all this extra shit that's been marketed to women to use like all (laughs) all the skincare like why do why do guys not care about skincare and why do girls do because it's been advertised for women like that's literally yeah. it's not because women need it and men don't <laughs> and with the whole like makeup and getting dressed and all of this shit like another thing i was talking to my boyfriend about the whole women paying for dinner uh, sorry men paying for the first date and whatever and he was saying how he thinks the whole argument of how women have to like 
spend time and money getting ready and like that's why the men should pay and whatever he was saying how that's so ridiculous which i agree from like from if you just see it from head on it does sound really ridiculous but when you kind of think about it it's like Mm -hmm. well it's not really like i had a choice whether to get dressed like and ready and spend all this time and money to do it because if i didn't there wouldn't be a second date and there's this whole thing of like yeah well no one asked you to do that but you did like even if even if we're not being directly asked to do all these things like we are in yeah we are indirectly being told that we have to do all these things there is an expectation if you showed up to the date with no makeup on like dirty hair and some mismatched shit outfit like your track trackies that you just like wear at home they'd be like what the fuck why am i here like why did i come here yeah but no but even if you like got dressed like a normal person like you don't you don't you don't even have to have dirty hair or like all of this shit Mm. let's just say you just didn't put all that time into the makeup the perfume the hair the the outfit you're just a normal average day it's still not like putting like putting a good impression and even if it was like mm-hmm. women are so self-conscious about that shit now that it's like you just wouldn't do that even if you were like oh i'm so confident with myself like i don't need the makeup all of this shit you still wouldn't show up like that. Like, you know what I mean? It's, ugh. Yeah, and that doesn't even cross men's minds. Like, the amount of stories I have heard of men just doing the bare minimum, mm. showing up, and we don't even expect for them to do more yeah. than that, which is, the whole thing is that it doesn't even cross their minds. Even if they have, like, even if they've put on a suit or something, all they had to do was get out of bed, put on two <laughs> items of clothing, and walk out the door. Mm. and that is literally the bare minimum I mean I'm not saying that some guys don't go a bit beyond that like maybe they (laughs) put a bit of cologne on or you know but it's still like very little time compared to the amount of time money and energy that women put into it and yeah no one's forcing us to do it but if we don't do it as this video I was talking about says you earn less money you have less respect yeah exactly you don't get noticed like (laughs) no one would even try to hear your point of view even if you are like the most intelligent person in the room if you if they think that you don't look the way that you should yeah which is basically the fucked part and like then that starts getting into like our heads and then because mm-hmm. then it's not even just an expectation from them it's like expectation from us and from other women and then it's just like fucks with your whole sense of self-worth yeah and even if you're not like that it's still such a big thing I was gonna say as well like with my ex and stuff he would like make comments about how I was dressed like oh I would prefer for you to dress this way or I'd really like if you dressed this way and I just kind of like laughed it off and I thought it was like funny Mm. because I was like oh he wants me to dress like more like sexily or whatever (laughs) But then I was thinking about it and I was like, the amount of time it fucking takes me to get ready and look nice. And like, I still, I think I dress nicely. I think I have good sense of style. (laughs) Like I still put thought into how I dress and do my makeup and stuff. And that's still not good enough. And then I was like thinking about what he wears and I'm like, 
no offense, but this is in no way what I would choose for you to wear. But I'm not going to sit here and tell you, why didn't you make more effort with that? Oh my God. Like, literally, I was actually just thinking how, even just in terms of like putting effort with like my boyfriend, I put so much more effort into like the way I look and like shaving, grooming, all of these things than I did with my ex because I think it's because it was a girl and we just kind of both were like, yeah, we know that we don't actually need to put in all that effort all the time. Like we're chill with each mm. other, you know? Whereas like with with a guy, it's kind of like, well, no, we have to keep the secret a little bit, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's so crazy. Like I'm telling you, this is the amount of just energy that goes into thinking that we have to look this way Mm. and yeah that is something that women individually have to work on is undoing that and that is kind of what I was trying to touch on a bit at the start like just having the emotional like the emotional work that goes into thinking all these things and the emotional work of being constantly sexualized or objectified without Mm. having done anything to warrant it these are all things that women like very very real things that women have to live with even you can't even go out for a fucking run without getting sexualized no and then actually conversely i just wanted to say with the whole sexualization thing which i thought of earlier is that like then the whole sex thing is like taken and flipped so then like women start using sex as like something to get value from you know what i mean because it's like okay so i know that when i wear a skirt and a low cut cut top i'm gonna get all this attention from guys and yeah it's not necessarily like the attention that we should be getting and that you want and like obviously you want to be recognized for like who you are blah 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 blah. but then like all of this being kind of like shoved down our throats and starts becoming okay so i see the way to like get men's attention and like get people to like want to be around me is to be sex like sexual and sexy and like dress like this and dress like that and then and I'm not against using sexuality for your own power done it been there done that but what I'm saying is that it then becomes like something ugly because then you start like devaluing yourself and your body and I'm I'm do you know what I'm trying to get at like in, instead of like getting dressed to not get that male attention because you know you're going to get catcalled and you can't be confident it becomes then like the only way you can be confident if people are sexualizing you which then starts like yeah. fucking your head so much and like yeah, that's and another what whole I'm saying, thing is, like a constant <laughs> battle yeah of, like determining whether it's really for yourself or whether it's for someone else and whether you're getting that validation from mm. other people's standards of what you yeah. should look like exactly and this is kind of what i'm doing my dissertation on actually <laughs> like the whole <laughs> cycle of it and like whether we actually act in a sexy way or like present our sexuality in Mm. certain ways for ourselves or whether it's just because like it's so internalized that we don't really know we're doing it Mm. but it's I think if you're gonna do that and if you're gonna dress in a certain way like if you're gonna dress 
in a sexy way or like even if it's just a bit revealing that is totally fine but I would say like if I do that I'm like okay I am literally doing this for myself like I will look at myself in the mirror and being like this is for you like if no one in the room even (laughs) bats an eye I do not care because that is what I want to do and I want to look good for myself yeah so yeah I should start doing more because I think like half of the time when I dress like I don't know I just started noticing like so much of the way I dress is like for other people and just like so other people will think that I'm this or that or the other oh no same (laughs) this is literally why I haven't gone dressed in the last year which is like messing with my mind as well but you know maybe the pandemic is like helping Mm. us really know what we actually want to dress like and Another thing, comfort. Comfort for women is non-existent. I didn't even... Oh, my God. ...acknowledge that, you, that like, I could just, like, dress comfortly in my day-to-day life. Because, like, I was always like, oh, it's, like, my thing to look like this and wear, like, these pretty dresses even when I'm just going to, like, fucking school or something. But now I'm just like, oh, I literally don't... The thought of wearing a skirt or a dress right now, I could not think of anything worse. I just want to be comfortable. That's why I don't get dressed anymore. Like, even when I'm like, oh, I kind of want to look nice today, I'm like, but I'm going to be so uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. It's just not worth it. Just value the... (laughs) comfort and things so much more now because (laughs) literally no one's there to tell me that I should be looking better because I'm just at home so (laughs) who's to say that it's wrong you know well on the whole trying to be sexy and look sexual or blah 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 like dress sexy I think also that applies to like when you're actually having sex I think a huge I know Mm. I, I know we've said this a million times but like a huge thing as well that I think women struggle with that men just don't is this whole like during sex you're just thinking about looking hot and like making it good for them as in like making yourself look the best you possibly can so they will be like oh wow she's so hot Mm -hmm. and rather than just thinking about oh I'm having sex this feels good which is kind of what I imagine Mm -hmm. like the male versus the female is (laughs) yeah for sure I have such a problem with this whole idea of being sexy firstly I hate the word sexy because I'm just like (laughs) I don't even know what that means you know that like I look at lingerie and I'm like I love this so much I want to buy this Mm. but realistically what is the point like you don't see any guy in the world like putting on their nice underwear to go have sex this whole bullshit that like women have this whole like they have a gajillion things to think about there's lingerie shaving looking good like there what are all these things that they just like started throwing at women whereas for men what what do they have they literally just have to keep their boner Mm -hmm. yeah and it's like the whole thing of yeah if you're in a relationship or you're sleeping with someone regularly oh you should put in the effort like the woman should put in the effort and dress up a little bit more nicely like put on some nice underwear and go and seduce him or whatever but what is that what good is that doing for the world like please someone tell me what good me buying spending 
however fucking much money I'm gonna spend on this nice set of lingerie so I can go and seduce my man so he can look at me and think oh my god she looks so hot for like one second and then take it off and then we have sex and then I'm still gonna be thinking about if I look good once the lingerie is off and I'm completely naked. Lingerie is actually a sham I just want to say it here like it's ridiculously expensive and it's gonna be on your body for such a small amount of time that it's like what was the whole point of this whole thing? Yeah and like yeah it can look good and I think it does look really good and I love how it looks but I just cannot convince myself that it is worth my time if someone wants to send me some free lingerie I will be so happy and I will literally just look at myself in it the whole day (laughs) but the fact that like someone else is asking me to spend the money on that to get dressed up so then they can find me hot absolutely fucking no way am I doing that like no I refuse yeah you see I kind of I do like the idea of it in a way but I do agree that it's like I just think that because we have been advertised to be into lingerie now and people want it now and now I feel the need to spend 80 pounds on a bra and pants because just because Mm -hmm. actually you know what I have decided that I'm just gonna stop wearing underwear like my all my underwear has gone to the point where it's like it's kind of just so gross that I don't even (laughs) want to wear it because it's like not even doing anything for me so I've just decided I'm gonna stop buying underwear because it costs so much money as well like a so much money to just have that little bit of fabric underneath my vagina the whole day and then give me a yeast infection like no (sighs) anyway this is just like a rant about beauty standards at this point but I think you guys get the idea of like Mm. (laughs) what we're trying to get at (laughs) and yeah the whole like trying to look good during sex obviously you want the person to find you attractive and we're not negating that but we're saying like we need a little bit more consistency with both people like if I'm gonna spend this much time and this much money to look good for you what's the guy bringing to the table like please tell me (laughs) I guess the dick yeah but what what time and energy and money has gone into that dick nothing all they had to do was be born (laughs) (laughs) well i think also just in terms of like receiving pleasure like i think sex in a lot of ways became a thing that was just like for men and for men's pleasure and it it still is like I mean literally the porn industry just the sex industry like in general Mm -hmm. but yeah I think and also in person to person just not even looking at it in like a very wide term it can also feel like that like we (laughs) we talk about it all the time the whole sex ends when he comes and then it's just like okay well bye Mm -hmm. and it has be just been so centralized yeah. around male pleasure and male coming. Like the whole thing is literally just all centered around when the guy comes. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and I do think we have made a lot of progress in that area. But the one thing that we constantly seem to come back to in this podcast is just the idea that women really struggle to actually even know and recognize what it is that they want in the first place like related to sex like what do you find hot rather Mm. than doing something that he finds hot and what gives you pleasure and how do you even figure that out in the first place and that doesn't just translate to sex it also translates to like work just constantly 
like as you were saying you don't even know that you could think oh I want to do this or I like this is what I want with my life and this is what will give me satisfaction because we have so many things stifled like as we're growing up regardless of whether it's by our family or by what we perceive yeah and like observe in the world and the positions people are in like the all the teachers at school being female and then so many girls wanting to be teachers when they grow up it's like obviously that's an admirable thing but is that really like the only representation we're gonna get in terms of jobs but sorry just going back to sex because I just kind of took that away from sex and pleasure (laughs) (laughs) I kind of well we both wanted to talk about consent and the whole thing that I gave the example for the segment and it was like oh I don't want to say no because of this and we talk a lot about this amongst ourselves is like the idea that you don't want to say no because of the fear of what Mm. might happen or the fear of hurting their feelings but then actually turning around and being like how fucked up is that that I'm really that concerned that I'll have sex with someone that I don't want to have sex with because I'm I don't value my feelings enough you know yeah I was kind of thinking like okay why do I do it like why do I do it even when I'm kind of like I'm just really not in the mood I don't want to be doing this and I was kind of like it's literally just because I kind of feel like it's my job like as a girlfriend to let my boyfriend come whenever he wants to come you know like otherwise he'll like go and get it like somewhere else and by somewhere else I mean he'll just have a wank and then that is like I don't want that because it's like my job you know and it's like but why because he doesn't feel that like when I don't get some it's like okay well good for you just go sort it out yourself and he doesn't care if I have a wank but I care it's like what is this like fucking Like, I feel like I have to be a sex doll, basically, Mm -hmm. and just be at my boyfriend's disposal for, in terms of his sexual wants. But I don't think that I deserve the same, the same um, gesture. In my head, it's like, oh, well, yeah, if he's not in the mood, then, I mean, no, realistically, in my head, I'll start an argument about it. (laughs) But, um... (laughs) Not in your head, that's the thing. But, I mean... In terms of like, <laughs> yeah, in terms of like the female experience, it like it, when it's the other way around, and I like kind of try it on, and he says no, I just feel so rejected that I was like, I'm not gonna keep trying until he says yes because I just feel so rejected. Whereas when it's the other way around, he just keeps mm-hmm. trying until he gets a yes because it's like, who cares, you know? I'm a guy. I can and it's just... not even like a consciously <laughs> malicious thing. It's just. going back to again like the differences in the way women and men are raised like men you can just get whatever you want you can do whatever you want and I'm not saying parents don't tell their daughters that by any means obviously they do but then you have to see a translation of like (laughs) reward for that which you don't put two and two together because you don't see that like you're just kind of constantly told like to put other people's feelings and other people's wants before your own and like as we were saying with Morgan a a child saying no I don't want to do that or no I like like go hug your aunt or go hug your uncle or whatever and they say no and they're like well that's rude so then you have in your head okay well that's rude I should do what he wants me to do Mm. you know Mm -hmm. it's like a really fuck thing 
But I think, as we have said, I don't think that a lot of these guys mean it maliciously and, like, they're even conscious that they're doing it. And, like, I brought it up to my boyfriend because I was like, yeah, you know... Because we had a kind of an argument about sex and how he just, like, doesn't have sex with me if I want... Like, in the moment I want to all the time, you know? And he was basically like, yeah, because if I don't want to have sex, I'm just not going to have sex Mm -hmm. with you. Like, I'm sorry. What Do you want me to say yes even though I don't want to? And I'm kind of like, well, that's kind of what I do. And he was like, so you basically want me to have sex with you because you don't want to just because that's what you do. And he was like, I don't think you should do that. I don't want you to do that, blah, blah, blah. And then I was like, yeah, that's so fair. And then I felt so dumb. And I was like, yeah, I'm being so ridiculous. But then I kind of started observing more closely. And it, it, it was sort of like, I did say no, but it just kept being like, he just kept trying to turn me on until I was turned on enough to say yes. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then I kind of was like, okay, I've seen what happens. Let me just, like, have a chat with him. So then, like, after, I just kind of was like, oh, you know, that conversation we had about sex and, like, how... And I completely agree with what you said. Like, I don't think, like, either of us should be having sex with each other when we don't want to, blah, blah, blah. I just wanted to say that, like, the other day I noticed why the whole, like, no thing doesn't work for me because you, you will just... And I literally just told him what he did. And like, just explain it, not, and I was like, don't, I'm not saying you're doing it purposely or that you're making me feel horrible or like that I feel violated. I'm just saying like, Mm -hmm. this is why it's not easy for me to say no. And it would just make it a lot better if we just kind of had this whole standard for if we say no, then it's like, it's no, you don't just keep trying, blah, blah, blah. And then he was like, he was really apologetic and he was like, yeah, it's fine. And this is what I mean. I think if we just like, start breaking down these ways in which like we women are being fucked by the patriarchy or even the way guys are being fucked we just Mm -hmm. point them out put them to the side be like hey like this is what's happening let's not do that shall we oh okay cool (laughs) and then we can just start to break these things up slowly and slowly and i'm not saying it's going to happen overnight and like yeah he might the exact same sex problem whatever whatever might happen again and i'm have to say it again and obviously like you don't want to have to keep saying these things and i understand but it's just like some of these things take time and work because it's literally been it's a, a systematic thing it's literally we're born into mm-hmm. this whole system and yeah and like i think that applies to everything we've kind of talked about like any kind of aggression, regardless of whether it's like sexist racist that kind of thing like literally obviously we shouldn't have to do this and it's so fucked up that we even do have to do this but just calling someone out and being like okay this is what you did wrong I'm not Mm. saying you're a bad person because you did this. I'm not saying you're doing it maliciously, as you just said, you know, like say it in a palatable way or even just like making a little joke in a way that you know the other person will receive it well. Like someone's mansplaining something to you like, oh, maybe you need to like mix Mm. this into the soup or whatever. And you're like, yeah, I think I can figure that out for myself. <laughs> like, just a little joke that is like, oh, thanks for mansplaining that to me, you know? It doesn't have to be, you sexist yeah. man. Like, you're ruining my life. You don't even know what you're doing. Like, you know? <laughs> <laughs> that was such an extreme example. But I think, and also <laughs> then on the other side, is being able to receive that and just being like, okay, they're not attacking me. I didn't do anything like 
purposely wrong what am I gonna do from this moment on like okay I'm gonna try to and even for women as well like okay I'm not gonna try to make them feel like they're they can't cry in front of me or I'm not gonna make them feel like I'm not listening to what they told me about like Mm. oh I have to do more washing up or I have to do more of this you know yeah it's just on both sides like yeah yeah really listening to other people's feelings and experiences and being empathetic of it and like trying to take it on board and slowly make a change so that we don't have to keep Mm. like doing the emotional work of telling you you're doing something wrong and then telling you again when it happens again (laughs) yeah and again and again and again yeah yeah yeah. but by no means are we saying these are the most damaging and harmful ways that patriarchy impacts us like we are aware there are way more (laughs) harmful ways like the amount of sexual assault and rape and just an endless list of things and we really want to discuss more about intersectional feminism and the importance of people like us in positions of privilege doing the work in regards to that in another episode so I'm sure every woman can Mm. relate to all of these things (laughs) and we hope we kind of covered something like at least one thing that you guys can relate to fuck the patriarchy am I right (laughs) yes (laughs) (laughs) to end the episode should i read those little facts yeah hit us with the facts (laughs) okay so just to end the episode and like in honor of it being women's month i was on the un website earlier this week just casually you know (laughs) and i found these facts about gender inequality across the world so i thought i'd just read a few of these to kind of highlight the importance of like recognizing that the patriarchy affects so many people in so many ways that we will never be able to fully cover and yeah these facts kind of give you a small idea of the violence against women that still continues today so the first one is globally 750 million women and girls were married before the age of 18 And at least 200 million women and girls in 30 countries have undergone FGM, which is female genital mutilation, in case anyone doesn't know what that means. Um, The next one is... In 18 countries, husbands can legally prevent their wives from working. In 39 countries, daughters and sons do not have equal inheritance rights. And in... 49 countries they lack laws that protect women from domestic violence one in five women and girls have experienced physical and or sexual violence by an intimate partner within the last 12 months that's ridiculous and while women have made important inroads into political office across the world their representation in national parliaments is still at 23.7 percent and that's taking into account that women are over half of the global population so way less than it should be (laughs) and then only 52 percent of women married or in a union freely make their own decisions about sexual relations contraceptive use and healthcare. 
and globally women are just 13% of agricultural land holders. Yeah, so those are some facts for you guys just about the broader implications of gender inequality across the world and yeah, I hope you guys learned something. Yeah. Well, we're, and we're looking forward to celebrating Women's Month this month and I hope you guys enjoyed the episodes we're going to come out with all about women and womanly things. <laughs> yes, we're so excited to just highlight women. Obviously, we love women yeah, in case obviously. that wasn't apparent. <laughs> 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 but yeah, if you guys have any more stories or experiences that you want to share with us about you know gender inequality whether that's in your day-to-day life or things you have learned about the broader impacts of that we would love to hear it you can dm us on instagram or email it to us and the same with the answers for our segments we're going to be putting segments up over the next few weeks for our women's month and obviously every week for our segments so (laughs) you should definitely go check those out on our instagram at sextras podcast and our email is sextraspodcast at gmail.com our website is (laughs) www.sextraspodcast.com yeah and make sure to share with all your lovely ladies for this month (laughs) don't forget to subscribe rate and review us as well we love you guys and we'll see you next week Bye. bye you've been listening to sextras presented by honey jane wyatt and maria jose hyodatii produced by mabel productions